Well, up until now, Instagram, it's been full of uh, photos of people's, I don't know, cute kids, maybe photos of their dogs, cats, and such. Well, get ready to scroll by more sponsored ads from so-called social media influencers. And while this may be good news uh, for those that have got large Instagram followings and have got a product to hawk, uh, for the rest of us, well, how's this all going to play out? For more on this, let's welcome in Richard Latchman, a digital media professor at Ryerson University. He joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Richard, nice to speak with you as always, sir. Pretty uh, good to talk to you, too. How are you doing, Jeff? Um, well, thanks. Uh, first off, uh, can you kind of explain what's going on here with the Instagram that we're going to see uh, more ads? Uh, is this just uh, an attempt to, to make it a little more profitable for Instagram and Facebook? So, so uh, absolutely, that is exactly what's happening. The way this will look to you and me is we're used to seeing people in our feed that we have chosen to follow. Um, and some of those people might be influencers, and some of those people might be being paid with a, by a brand. What, what Instagram is announcing now is that brands will be able to pay so that in, influencer posts about their products can appear in your feed even if you haven't followed them. So this is basically a sponsored promotion where it's still an individual who's using their own reach, their own kind of, I'm not a company, I'm just a regular person who loves this product, uh, but they're inserting that into your feed as a paid announcement, but it's going to feel like it's, a, it's an independent, you know, sort of unpaid kind of influencer-driven uh, approval for a product. Yeah, so is this going to be targeted advertising? Is Instagram going to uh, have a look at, uh, you know, people that have searched out and... Uh... I don't know if I've been looking at beauty products. I'm going to get a lot of that in my feed, or is this just going to be uh, flooding uh, your Instagram with various advertisements? So, so it, it is to be targeted. I mean, remember, the, the promise to a brand is that advertising on Facebook, advertising on Instagram is worth more than a bus shelter ad or a billboard because of this micro-targeting. They know who I follow, and the important thing about Facebook and Instagram is, and any of the companies, they're trying to link together everything you do anywhere on one of their owned properties to inform what kind of ads might make the most sense for you. Uh, makes more sense. Like that, that should be on one side. It should be great for you as an individual. Like you're only going to see car ads if you're actually in the market for a car. But it does mean that uh, the brands are able are willing to pay more. They think if that lead that I'm generating, if that ad is going in front of someone who's actually open to my product as opposed to a mass television ad. That's worth more, and so the, the companies can charge more for that ad. Yeah, what's your feeling or your sense uh, once this is fully rolled out? Is it really going to uh, change significantly the uh, Instagram uh, experience for users? I, I think there, there is some danger. That, I mean, there's a, there is starting to be a bit of backlash from all of us on these major platforms. And so knowing how much our information is being sold, knowing that the, the, the feeling of a place like Instagram being a place where we're just, you know, one-to-one sharing photos, sharing images, really, you know, directly connecting with creators, we are starting to, to realize the, the blush is off that rose. We're realizing it's a commercial marketplace. Our eyeballs are being sold. And I would be worried that there, this, this is one more uh, element that might lead to a consumer backlash. And this is a change for Instagram that uh, follows, of course, uh, the testing they've been doing, particularly here in Canada, not showing the number of likes a person's a photo gets. Uh, why are they changing so many things uh, here, Richard? Is it just a case of uh, you better adapt or, or, or die? 
Yeah, I think we're seeing these two competing sides. One is there is a consumer backlash. People are starting to complain about the negative aspects of social media. So we are seeing some changes trying to, trying to keep us happy. On the other side, there is pressure to make more money from these platforms. So Facebook, the owner of Instagram, has had a downward pressure on some of its, uh, on some of its stock prices, share prices, because we know potentially government regulation is coming. We know there have been cases of backlash against privacy, certainly here in Canada, of Mark Zuckerberg asked, being asked to testify before, uh, before the House of Commons and, and, and not attempting uh, to do that. So there's some worry in the stock markets that the share price is down. So there's more pressure for them to make more money. And so they're trying to both keep us happy as consumers and make more money off of us. And we're seeing innovations on both sides of this. All right. Well, Instagram certainly likes to take, uh, you know, our data and try to monetize that. Are they uh, freewheeling or uh, willing to give up uh, some of their data in terms of uh, users? Do we know uh, how many uh, Instagram users there are out there and whether it's growing uh, for the platform or is it kind of flatlined? So, so they do they do share. I mean, Canada is still, I don't have the latest data on whether we're upward trending. Canada is a strong consumer of social media, of Instagram. Uh, it does seem a strong brand in that it's still popular among uh, younger audiences in a way that Facebook hasn't, you know, has had declining uptake from younger audiences for a great many years. Instagram is still pretty strong there. Uh, there are a lot of companies that are looking to pull together pools of influencers. So rather than each influencer trying to go and find uh, a deal with Procter & Gamble or a company, uh, they're trying to, they're companies now, management companies that really are building a stable of Instagram uh, influencers and trying to do those deals for them, negotiate those deals. So we're, we're seeing a more professionalization of the influencer market. Yeah, and what does Instagram want to be known for, seen as uh, as a brand uh, today, and you know, down the road, uh, three, five years uh, from now, which I know is a, a lifetime for tech companies uh, sometimes and social media platforms. But you know, cursory, just uh, for me, Instagram seems to be a l- little more friendly, a friendlier option when it comes to social media and people just sharing photos and, and the comments. For the most part, to me, when I've been on there, seem a lot more positive than say Twitter. Yeah, it, it does. It's absolutely. I would say if you're trying to characterize the, the feeling around some of these, Instagram definitely has a cleaner reputation. And cleaner meaning uh, uh, it, it does seem more upbeat. It does seem like there is much more focus on the content, uh, less kind of back and forth angry diatribes to one another, the way Twitter can have these kind of rants and people responding back and forth. Instagram isn't as much a place for that. It really does have this air of people sharing something personal in terms of images or people writing longer and longer posts right now as captions to those images where they're sharing personal elements. Um, but it's important to remember that, that that's, a, that's a feeling from a particular sub-brand that is owned by Facebook. So yes. we, we are starting to see uh, alignment between some of the businesses practices of each of these. And it's an open question whether Instagram will be able to maintain and hold on to that feeling when the pressure from upstairs might be to, to increase revenue. Here with Richard Latchman, he's a digital media professor at Ryerson University, talking about uh, further changes to uh, Instagram. You'll be seeing uh, more ads from uh, social uh, influencers in the uh, coming weeks. And uh, Richard, for those, uh, we've been talking about the user experience here, but let's talk about social media influencers for a second and uh, those that might not be familiar with that and whether or not they can cash in maybe uh, themselves. Uh, How do they define uh, a social media influencer uh, on Instagram? Is it by the number of followers you have? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's not like there's a hard and fast definition. Someone can be very popular on a particular topic and a particular 
geographic area, so kind of this micro or small scale influencer, but somebody who can ha exert a lot of power within a group of enthusiasts of a particular motorcycle, uh, a particular restaurant. Um, it's possible to be, you know, the, the internet famous is its own version, but it's possible to be micro famous in a small place and actually be able to influence the way people think, they feel, and ultimately from a, from a, from a marketing point of view, what their purchases are. The trick to it is that it feels like someone's not being paid. So I react to an influencer uh, as an individual saying, I love this product, I love this car, I love what, whatever it is I'm doing. So, um, and even though we're, we're pretty savvy about knowing sometimes there's money at play, we still seem to take that personal um, acceptance of a product, recommendation for a product, a lot more strongly than we do uh, just an ad. Yeah, and would one of these so-called micro-influencers, Richard, would they be more valuable to a company than, say, somebody that's got a, a, a big, wide following, uh, if you will, uh, but are not known really for one particular thing or product? It, it, it could be. We, 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 what what, um, what the, the, the promise of a platform like Instagram is, is better data. So they can link up. I was able to put this ad in front of this particular uh, person through this influencer, and it led to a purchase. So it led to a purchase on, in the real world, it led to a purchase on another online site. Then being able to publish that data to a, to a, uh, to a company will lead them to value even more that micro-influencer or not. I don't think we know exactly um, whether these mass ones are micro-targeted. Is It's just a lot of, uh, some of that is if we can actually target it to, and link it to an actual purchase. Yeah. Um, that's and do we know how much money social media influencers are making, they're raking in? I mean, is, is it big, big dollars? So for a very, very tiny number of people, it's big dollars. Uh, in a lot of the studies that have, that have come forward around YouTuber influencers, uh, the numbers are a lot lower than you'd think across a larger scale. So there are a lot of people who might make tens of dollars, maybe hundreds of dollars uh, a month on what they're doing. And that's a large number of people. The number of people can actually quit their day job and do this, they do exist. Uh, they exist and they can exist at scale, but it's not a massive number. So in Canada, there are a smaller number of YouTube stars who are able to really make this be their full-time business. They exist, but it's not massive numbers. Yeah, if you had to point to a one person who might be uh, the typical social media influencer, would it, would it be Kim Kardashian on Instagram? I mean, I, I've read reports uh, upwards of like $25,000 she would get just for, for mentioning uh, or linking to a brand. Right, absolutely. There, there are some people who've been able to not only have a personal brand and be able to collect a lot of followers because of the, you know, the kind of story they share, but Kim Kardashian is someone who's able to monetize that, who's able to turn that into dollars and not scare off her followers. There are some niches, there are some influencers who, if there was any hint that they were getting paid for something, their followers would, would run screaming. Like they, their, their brand is much more about authenticity. Kim Kardashian's brand is not necessarily about authenticity. It's really about a, a high life, it really is about a particular lifestyle. And so her followers, the people who have uh, subscribed to her feed and want to read her content, don't seem to mind that it really has this commercial product base uh, focus. They didn't expect anything different from her brand. All right, we will leave it there for now. Some uh, interesting times uh, for Facebook, and I think uh, the jury's still out, obviously, as to uh, whether or not Instagram users are really going to kind of embrace some of these changes. Richard Latchman, uh, Richard, appreciate the time as always. Thank you.
No problem. Thanks a lot. All right. There goes Richard Latchman from Ryerson University on Instagram being taken over by uh, ads from social media influencers in the uh, coming days and weeks. And we're back after a break.